And it is another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. Jason, it's Wednesday. It's right in between the Sundays. We're yep. here as we always are. It's been a big day for me. It has. Well, I was going to say you uh, you were just radioing it up today. I, I have ruled the airwaves yeah. today. I, this morning, was on the Bob Bell Show uh, and had a good time with him. And and when I say ruled the airwaves, meaning the airwaves hosted me. Yeah, that's awesome. Not that I did a good job, but but I was on the air. And it's and it's still amazing the uh, that a man of Bob's age is able to still continue <laughs> to do that do uh, that show every just, single morning. We just love it. <laughs> no, Bob's a great Bob's dude. doing great, man. I tell you, he's lost sixty pounds. That's crazy. He, that's awesome. Man, he looks great. He's just uh, he's been at it. We were talking about twenty seven years. Uh, of this show, wow. uh, or his show, and then you know beyond that uh, that's, on that's air. So long, and, uh, <laughs> doing something. yeah, I mean, just a legend, truly an absolute legend, loved by so many people in our community, and uh, so it was a lot of fun to be in the Bob Bell Show this morning. They do like a Hollywood Square type yeah. deal, and uh, and it it and, and every time I'm on his show, uh, I just it's it's just absolutely terrible. I mean, it's absolutely terrible when it comes to that particular right, segment. Right. Which is basically, a, I'm given a question, and it's traditionally related to some type of pop culture yeah. from a generation gone by. Yeah. Uh, you know, because it, it's going it's to sure. be hard for me. And then I have to give an answer where then the caller has to then say, am I right or right, am I wrong? Right. Uh, and, and they and should just they assume often, that you're wrong. Right. And, and really, I mean, the, the harder task for me is not even to, to come up with the answer because I'm not going to know the answer. Right. The harder task is for me to try to come up with a fake answer that potentially that right. could be, you know, that could sound yeah, right. Yeah, if I yeah. was the caller, I would, before Bob even asked, I would just go, I disagree with whatever Jason says. Yeah, that's the smart It is choice. wrong. Uh, when I was on Bob's show one time, this was one of the earlier times, uh, I hadn't done it that often and, and wasn't real sure kind of the flow, and he was doing a trivia question for somebody to call in and answer and I just thought he was throwing it out there, so I answered it. And he went, "Well, now we're we'll get another trivia question." I was like, "Oh, I just ruined." Yeah, I just ruined it. And, and meanwhile, the caller, the person that was calling in, that was on the front of the line, you know, yeah. that was going to win a prize yep. because they knew that question. And I ruined it. For and then him. you ruined it for them. And then they had to take the next question, which they didn't know the answer yep. and didn't get the prize. Yep. And All now they're going to potentially burn down your home. You know, and yeah. It's, deal it's, with that. It's interesting because I've. I've done radio for so long, and I just was like, in my mind, I thought, I know this. I'm going to answer it. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and so that goes to my competitiveness. Speaking of competitiveness, The Last Dance just ended this past Sunday. Right. You haven't watched any of them. Um, but The Last Dance, the, the final uh, episodes, number nine and ten, uh, aired. Uh, ABC has announced they're going to be playing them on Saturday nights. And I'm assuming since it's going to be on ABC, it's going to be edited. So that may be yes. a time to watch yep. it moving forward. Um, but man, it was, it is probably one of the best docuseries I've ever watched. Ten episodes in and I'm still zero. I'm at zero. <laughs> I did on, not Jason. watch a single one. How are we, know. how are we supposed to do? Talk about relevant issues between the Sundays if you won't even, if watch I won't the even, last en- dance. if I won't even engage in it. If it was we were really going good. to do a ten part docu series on the Between Sundays show, <laughs> it would be it would be hard to get ten. It parts would be it would be hard it. to get that, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, th- just the the show prep alone would be 
multiple episodes. Right, right. If you think about all the meetings that we have before, my goodness, the Zoom calls that we've been having oh, lately yeah. because we can't meet. Yeah, and I think about uh, some of through storms, all yeah. the efforts we've made yeah. to get to the to the show and to to talk about yeah, it, man, to prepare. It's crazy. Speaking yeah. speaking of storms, I saw a, the celebrities that we've had on the my show. My goodness, I mean, they're just the, the yeah. list goes on and on. Yeah. And, and but speaking of storms, I saw a, a preview yesterday. I've always called them previews, but they're called movie trailers. Yeah, I've always called them previews. Right. I don't, uh, so a movie trailer yesterday with Mel Gibson. He's going to be in a new movie. I don't even remember what it's called, but it's uh, he's in Puerto Rico. Okay. Okay. So he's like a police officer of some sort, and a hurricane is hitting Puerto Rico okay. in this movie. Okay. So they're evacuating everybody, and Mel Gibson is in charge of guarding this like safe that has $55 million in it. And he's like, I'm not leaving. <clears throat> I can't leave. This is my job. This is my island. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Well, there at the same time, there's this gang that's seeking to rob and steal the $55 million. Okay. So you have a movie that's coming out that has a hurricane, Mel Gibson, and a robbery of $55 million. And to me... If I were to sit Are down and write the best movie, what else do you need? What else do you need besides a hurricane, a robbery, yeah. and Mel Gibson? Wow. Your standards are very low. Yeah, well, you know. Very, very low. It's, uh, I'm going to watch it. But I, tra- I get It's that. actually got some, I, when I first saw it, I thought, okay, this is probably going to be like a right. not great actors. It actually has some legit actors in it. So a few nights besides ago, s- since last Wednesday, I have watched three Iron Man movies. Oh, and, and I have the bar set low. And, okay, and, and I don't excuse know. Me. I don't, <laughs> excuse me. I don't know why. I will tell you, I've seen all three of them before. Uh, one of them was actually just on. T- it was just on television. Okay. okay, so it was Iron Man. The first Iron Man was just on television. I was flipping through the stations one night. And, uh, and I just kind of got watching it. And then I was like, I don't, I'm enjoying myself. I kind of forgotten a bit about this. So I actually switched off the, the television. Okay. Went to Disney Plus. Yep. Which is the there. Marvel movies. Yep. Watched it without commercials because I didn't want to watch yeah. the commercials, you know. So I watched it in full, uh, or, or at least, you know, completed it. And then the next night I, I would just lay down and I wasn't quite ready to go to sleep. And I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and go for number two. Come and on. then I was like, let me just go ahead and hit the third one. Is there a fourth one? I don't think there's a fourth one. Is I there? don't think. I now, don't remember. Now the question is with Iron Man, who Robert Downey Jr. Perfect for that yes. character. Yes. You know, you, you've seen Spider-Man and we've had how many Spider-Mans? I mean, there's yes. all, and we've there's had tons of Batmans. We've had tons of Supermans. I don't think anyone can no. do Iron Man. No, you cannot I think, have another I don't Iron think Man. they're going to. Move in a different direction with Iron Man. We've had different Hulks, we, you know, but but I don't I don't think I think Thor is going to be always uh, Hemsworth. He's going to play yes. Thor and uh, Robert Downey Jr. Which I think, spoiler alert, I haven't even seen the movie, but I think Iron Man is no more after some of these Marvel yeah. movies. Yeah, who knows? Uh, but but I they, they can't replace Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. So speaking of like celebrities and things of that sort. I did want to just, uh, at the five o'clock hour here, I did want to just communicate something that was, that was voiced regarding you, uh, at the seven a.m. hour. Oh, of course. This morning. And I just felt like, you know, no better time to <laughs> disclose information than on the air live. Okay. And, uh, we, Bob and I determined that we feel like you have a strong resemblance 
to Marty Smith. Uh, I think that's the ESPN name. guy. The yeah, ESPN guy. That. Yeah. Uh, and, and we feel like you guys even both have a kind of a similar, almost a similar swagger. Yeah. I a think, little bit I think we yourself. would, I kind think of a we southern would get along. swagger yep. to yourself. And, uh, and man, that guy's doing really, really well. He, that guy is exploded he is on the doing scene. Really, he was originally really well. like a NASCAR yeah. guy. Well, yeah. that, that thing, I think the first I was introduced to him NASCAR, was through sure. NASCAR. Uh, I'm sure he had a previous history before that, you know, but, um, so man, good. Congrats yeah. to you. I know yeah. you were worried that it was going to be bad things. That was. Well, he's, he's, yeah. uh, he's a good one. That, that's, yeah. And, and I used to wear my hair like that. I used to have yeah. the faux hawk. He's really, you know, some folks hold on to the faux hawk. He's he is, really he holding, holding on, on to, to it. it. Uh, but yeah, NASCAR has been his thing. And then, uh, now he has a great show. Him and, a, uh, him and another guy where they just talk kind of about Southern sports and yep. Southern life. Yep. Uh, and so super talented. It's always good to see redheads make it flourishing. Uh, because a lot of times people have strong opinions about redheads and typically not good ones. And okay. So, so give me a quick, this, this is important. I need a quick. Like kind of top three redhead influencers. Okay. Uh, okay. I would can. say, uh, and, and influencers, I mean, it really could be socially, it could be politically, sure. whatever. I would say Conan O'Brien has made a big deal for redheads Strong. because he's, he's been very successful yeah. in comedy. And he does not just have red hair. His hair is like, it is very red and it's also kind of it floppy. Is, it does it that is, weird and, little and, flop, he and he plays is, to it. And he is, uh, I, I heard an interview with him where he said he did his, uh, you know, family tree thing right. to see kind of where what his nationality was. And he said, they said, you're 100% Irish. And he said, well, hold on. You're telling me I'm 100%. That means uh, in somewhere in there, if I'm a 100%, there's a good chance there was some crossing over a family. Right. And he was like, they were, the doctor was like, yes, that's exactly what we're telling you. And so, <laughs> uh, but I would say him, I would say Sean White, the, yep. uh, the snowboarder, skateboarder. Yep. Um, for sure, uh, Prince, uh, what's his, Harry, although he left. Yes. yes. Uh, but Prince I Harry's you were always just saying been Prince. No. And no. I was like, he did He's not, not redhead. there. No. Prince Harry was always uh, a big redhead. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's important. That's pretty three, three strong. Uh, Dale Jr., kind of redhead, I, I yep. would, uh, I would say. Uh, I've, I've actually, because I'm curious, I've now pulled up a okay. famous redhead's list. Okay. What do you got? Here. I have a few names that I wouldn't necessarily. Some, I mean, so we have um, Ron Howard. Oh yeah, uh, you know, he lost a lot of his hair. Yes, yeah. he does. Uh, he's he did. Um, Nicole Kidman. Huh. Uh, okay. I see. Let's see, Reba McIntyre. Oh, that is a good one. Reba. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of other people that have jumped up here. Emma Stone. Okay. Uh, Lindsay Lohan. I, don't know a lot of these other folks. Well, there's yeah. also Ed Ed Sheeran. He's oh, a singer. Yes. He's a redhead. Uh, you know, and so so it's it it's happening. Yeah. Uh, there there's a. It's always interesting though because there, there's not a lot of us, and so you know some would even say that the gene is kind of dying. And uh and and when I get really frustrated is when I see other families. That have had redheaded kids because I don't understand why I don't get to have a redheaded kid. I was gonna ask you, none of your children really have any redheaded. Not hair. even close. You know, and what was what was frustrating to me too is when my kids were born and had very little hair, but clearly it wasn't red hair, and people right. would go, Oh, it's got a red tint. And right. I would go, No, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. And and you're saying that to I guess make me feel good, but right. I, I can see that it does not have any kind of red tint. Right. And my brother, who is not a redhead, has two redheads. Yes. And so, uh, you know, that's so, part so of So let it. me give a quick peek into a very personal moment in the Hayes home. 
And uh, it was a, one of um, the birth of our, our third child. Okay. okay? And, um, and as you know, all three of our boys are like blonde, blonde hair. Right. Was that eyed. what you were? Uh, I was. Okay. And Carrie still is blonde. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Carrie was like um, really, really white hair blonde. And, um, and so we kind of expected that we would have another blonde child. Uh, but as our third child was born, um, they present the child to, uh, to me, uh, and Carrie had FC sections, um, due to some, some risk issues. And so, um, so I'm seeing the child really for the first time and they've yet to like bathe him. Uh, and so, you know, there's, right. Uh, we won't There's get stuff. into all that yeah. detail there. Yeah. And, and I literally, that's what I'm observing. I literally communicate to Carrie. <laughs> he has dark curly hair. <laughs> and she was like, what? You know, really? Yeah. And then they go and bathe him and like bring him back. And, you know, she's again, we're kind of recovering from right. surgery and stuff. And he's just got like long <laughs> blonde straight hair. Uh, you know, so. That was that was the one moment that one of our children didn't have straight uh blonde hair. You know, it's interesting. My my brother, when his let's see, was it his first? When his first was born, uh, that was all. That was a big deal because uh, you know, we were, I didn't have kids yet, and, and just kind of a big deal for him as his first child. And when we got to see him, that boy had hair. More hair than, I mean, he had so much hair, hair yeah. on his ears, hair every, like, I was like, what was fuzzy. did was you, fuzzy. did yeah. you have a werewolf? That is what you, <laughs> that is what you have. And, and it was like jet black. And now his hair is not jet black. Crazy. Uh, but it's so interesting yeah, how that, that fuzz, changes. Yeah. All that fuz falls off and all this stuff. And, and every, all the, when well. all the kids have it, but when it's jet black, it yeah. like really, really jumps out at you. And, uh, and it's, it's so interesting how, how all that works and how, uh, which you know. So that was a, a nephew. Is that what you it was said? my nephew. Yeah. So do you think your nephew appreciates you on pub? You know, on the he air, probably referencing to yeah. him as a, yeah. a werewolf. My, the, the things my brother has said about me. If I th- yeah. that's the least of his words. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So I, when we come back, we'll we'll talk some serious stuff. But yeah, I thought that first segment was one of our best. <laughs> we'll be back in a sec. <laughs> That's one of the best right there. That is, uh, that's good music. This may have been connected to the tri- trivia question that I missed this oh, morning really? on the Bob Bell Show. Okay. What was the question? You remember? Uh, it was basically, who is this artist? Okay. Crocker, right? Yes, Joe yeah. Crocker. Yeah. Crocker, uh, Crocker, Crocker, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and I. He's the one that like moves funny when he sings. Did not give that answer. But he has an incredible voice. What'd Correct. you say, Justin Bieber? I said Chuck Berry, just <laughs> just to be just to be silly. Uh, so. Chuck, I think it was Chuck Berry. Now that you say that. Uh, oh man. Yeah, that that's good music. So so this this past Sunday, Jason, for the first time in what year Two and a months. half, year and a half or so. Yeah. Uh, Shoreline Church met in at Shoreline Church in the parking lot. Um, and I thought it was interesting that you, you chose to do one large group hug first. I thought that was an interesting move. Yeah. But I appreciate the boldness behind that. <clears throat> Excuse me. I am, uh, maybe, maybe because I've been on air so much today. <laughs> you're such a my voice radio guy is, now. Uh, yeah. Your is, lungs aren't used to fighting it. against me today. Uh, yeah. We actually did, um, 
a big game. I'm kidding. Of, they <laughs> no, we actually did a large game, just kind of like a like a um, icebreaker of Red Rover. That's good. Uh, That's so good. where we all did hands, held hands the whole and then, time. Yeah, and yep. then Red Rover, Red Rover, send <laughs> Pastor So and So on yep. over, and they would sprint and like dive into each other's arms. You know, that's so good. Okay, we did not do that. And um, no, there was no hugging. No, there was no hugging. I will say, man, it was really, really sweet. It is. Good. Um, you know, things continue to. Uh, to reopen to some degree. Sure. Uh, and it was, it was about what I expected it to be. Uh, in that, um, we, we did a survey, as you know, that, that we just tried to find out people's degree of comfort and how eager they were and how, how needy they were. And I say needy, I don't mean, uh, like high maintenance. Right, I right. mean, just what were their needs? Um, how isolated are they feeling? And we had about a third of our people that basically said, we are going to come back no matter what. Like, like, and cause we asked, you know, related to guidelines and all of those things, you know, are you going to be comfortable if these things are in play? And we have a good portion of our body that said we'd be comfortable with certain things, you know, being, um, followed. We had another portion of our people that basically indicated, listen, we are coming back no matter what. Right. And I would say those were the people that were there on Sunday, about 400 folks that were there. And, uh, and yet, and, and so to a degree that almost made me a little bit nervous. Like I was worried, like, are they just going to be super flippant right. about, sure. you know, just kind of just going and barging into each other's space for the few people that are there that are not that way. Uh, and it wasn't, everyone was really, um, I think really mindful of each other and it's great. You know, we say every Sunday that we come, um, for a few reasons. One, we talk about, well, we come with one intent. That's to lift up the name of Jesus. Um, but we also say that we really do, we, we, we want to make sure that we are elevating, you know, that, that we're proclaiming the faithfulness of God to the Father, but we're also doing that to one another. That's the, the idea of, of congregating together is that you hear, you know, when, when you sing together, uh, you hear other people proclaiming who God is mm-hmm. and, and how that's like life giving for us. And you see, um, uh, other people opening up the scriptures and like writing notes and, and like, you know, taking, taking this and processing it. You, you, you glean from those interactions. Uh, and although this last week they were distanced, uh, man, it, it's just so good. And I, I tell you what, I mean, we're so thankful our church has, has flourished, has grown. We were just talking off air about literally we have people that mm-hmm. are guests. People that are that are looking to join our church who have yet to ever even yeah. attend a worship service in person, based on how our church has either served them, um, how they've gotten connected to our online mm-hmm. experiences, all these other things, and so it, there's a ton to celebrate. But man, you just cannot replicate just being in person together. And so while it was a little bit different, we were outside. It was hot. We were in yep. our parking lot. Uh, and you know, it was the random 86 degree day, yeah. uh, in the middle of May. Um, but yet, man, it was so, so, so good. We have, we've not, um, moved to a weekly rhythm yet. Uh, we've been clear to say that is not the case until we can get probably into phase two. That's sure. going to be hard for us to accomplish. So we'll actually be back online this Sunday. This Sunday, we're actually doing a live experience online. Okay. Though. It's not pre-recorded. It's going to be something different. Should be a lot of fun, uh, and going to be really interactive with people in some various ways. And we're going to do some polls and things of that sort that they can like give feedback right okay. there on the spot. 
Uh, and we're going to have some surprises that are going to be happening as well where things may be showing up at people's front doors and all of that stuff. And so it'll be a cool deal. And then our hope is the 31st, come back in person, probably outside again, likely at a little bit different time schedule just so we can avoid the heat. And then our hope, just hoping that phase two will have allowed us to be able to get back into our building. Uh, churches can be back in their yeah. building yeah. Uh, to be clear. It's just that for our particular circumstances, the amount of folks that we have, kind of the narrow nature of our worship center, the small lobby that we mm-hmm. have, it was just going to be too difficult. And so our hope is that maybe that, that first weekend of June, we're a little bit well, closer Well, and I, to I think, I think too, we're moving in that direction. I mean, we've talked the last two weeks about the light at the end of the tunnel. Yep. You know, the governor came out last week and said, uh, for the most of the state, the, the 22nd is the day. Yeah. And so we're, we're moving to phase Amusement two in the 22nd. Amusement parks could open up yeah. Dollywood. I mean, I don't think, does, I don't the get Lord. the impression they're going to open um, No, they're not. That I don't quick. Think. But um, they're, but they're in but they planning. Can. Yes. And, and then, uh, but you know, because Knox County, we have the health department and I know, I know Mayor Jacobs is really pushing to, to go with the 22nd. Uh, but the, you know, the county mayor and the city mayor and the health right. department all got to, you know, come together on that. And so it's just going to be an interesting, uh, look at how this, how this goes. I mean, we're, we're going this weekend. We're, we're going to, uh, see, to see my family. Yeah, I was going to ask. So, so what is, you know, what for you personally, uh, what is opened up a little bit more? You know, like, have you taken a step here and there yeah, that you know, you're like, or, or are those still things still coming? Nothing really has. I mean, we went to, let's see, Sunday afternoon, uh, after church, we went to a state park. Uh, and hiked to a waterfall cool. at, at Frozen Head. Oh yeah. Uh, and so it was outside, you know, there was a decent amount. I don't even want to say a decent amount of people. It probably normally has a lot more people than that, that were there. Um, but you know, that's very open, very shaded. Uh, you have plenty of room on the path to, to not get too close to people. Uh, everyone was super nice, uh, that, that we saw. And then, um, and so then this weekend we're going to see my family and we're kind of my brothers, uh, me and my brothers are getting together and doing kind of a work day at my dad's house to, to help him get caught up on some uh, much needed landscape <laughs> scaping at the house. And so we're doing that this weekend and, uh, and kind of seeing the family that we haven't been able to see in, right. in, in weeks. And so, um, but you know, we haven't gone to a restaurant yep. and, and sat down in a restaurant. We, we haven't. Nothing's really changed for us yet. Yep. And so I haven't had meetings. You know, I'm, I'm really close to, uh, I'm about to text some people and say, Hey, let's, let's meet up for yep. lunch. Let's meet yep. up for coffee because places are opening now. Uh, but, but we haven't really changed outside of that. Uh, and so it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. One thing I will say is, is I feel a little bit more comfortable. Like if my neighbors are walking down the road to approach Yeah. and I don't feel like I'm going to make right. them feel uncomfortable and they're not going to make us feel uncomfortable. Right. My kids interacting with other kids is not really bothering me right now that one of, uh, one of my kids teachers came to the house the other day and it didn't feel awkward. Uh, so I, I was glad to see that finally, hopefully we're getting to a place of, Oh, okay. We can, we can talk with each other. We can engage. Um, and, and still be smart through this. We had a big night last night. This is a big night for Carrie and I. Our first date night okay. back out, uh, in, yeah, I mean, since really probably sure, the beginning yeah. of March, uh, because, you know, schedules yeah. just weren't allowing us to, to, to hit it the, the day before. Where'd y'all go? We actually went to the Walnut Kitchen okay. with our friends Scott and Jen. 
And so we kind of broke, uh, I don't want to say, we, we broke through a number of barriers. That's we good. spent time with another couple that's yeah. outside of our family and we went to a restaurant, uh, and it was great. I mean, you know, that, if you've been out to Walnut Kitchen in Maryville, they do a great, great job. Uh, they had people well spaced. We never felt uncomfortable. And it was really great to eat some food that I had not cooked myself. And so it was <laughs> yeah. great. That's awesome. A small step. Small step will turn into big steps soon. Correct. We'll be back. I mean, I, it, it's probably true. I've been called a simple, <laughs> simple man, simple-minded. You've been called uh, a lot of things. Yeah, and so, but this song, uh, this song's another great one. So, so as we off air, we were talking about sports, and, and you know, it's interesting what's what's going on around our country, where you have places like New York, you have places like Michigan, uh, Virginia, California, even up until you know Sunday was saying, we're not opening up anything. The governor of California came out and said, yeah. I don't even know if schools will ever be back. Yes. Okay, which is a, just an insane statement. <laughs> and, man, boy, doesn't that give your people hope. Yeah, thank um, you. And so, and then all, then... all the more reason I should mention that Carrie, as you guys know, is a real estate agent, and uh, she currently has three and mm-hmm. about to be four clients from of course. California. Yep. Of course. Uh, all of which have reached out to her in the last uh, month. Yep, of course. And so yeah. as we as we see that, we in the midst of him saying that on a Sunday morning show, you then have the governor of Florida coming out and saying, Florida's open for business. Right. If you own a sports team Bring and it. your state will not allow you to play, we have plenty of places for Bring you it. here in Florida. Governor Abbott of Texas, hey, Texas open up for business. If you have a sports team, Tennessee's getting there. You know, all yep. these other places are getting there. And then literally 24 hours later, the governor of California says, and we're going to have sports in June. <laughs> June 1st, you wait, can wait. play sports here with no fans. And it's it's like, oh, competition does matter. Yes. And so really as, as we see those things, and, and NASCAR, who who I think were like, look, we're, we're going to be the first ones out of the box. NASCAR with no fans came back. And they had Daytona type numbers. Right. Because there was nothing else to watch. Right. I saw people on Twitter saying, I never have watched NASCAR, but I'm kind of into it. Did you watch any of it? I didn't watch it. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't. And yeah. Then I, I didn't. And then I sent a text out to three or four of my buddies. I'm surprised I didn't hit you because really you're not in the yeah, that's buddy true. list. That's no, true. actually, it was some guys that I do some coaching with and I sent, <laughs> I sent a text to all of them and was like, I tried. I tried. <laughs> yeah. I tried yeah, yeah, to yeah. jump into the live sporting, but there, uh, I would be actually the exception to that. I mean, to For your sure. point, no, they, they did have huge numbers. They had huge numbers. And so if, if I were the commissioner, uh, or whatever they call the person over golf, the PGA, yeah. I would be like, we need to get back as soon as possible. We can keep the fans out, but we need to get back on TV because we'll have all eyes on us. And they're making a move with, with the Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning, yeah. and, and that's going to be good, but, Get the PGA back out there. It's an outdoor sport. Um, yeah, for those of you that are not aware of the event, we we do recognize that Peyton Manning is not a pro golfer. Right. They it's are like doing a, a they're doing like a almost like a skins match or something like that. But it's Tiger Woods and you got Phil Mickelson and then you have Tom Brady yeah, and it's a great Peyton idea. Manning and they mix one pro and one amateur and they you know which they, I'm sure they, Brady and Manning are also I, ridiculous at yes, golf as well. Yes. 
And so, so th- those are things that, that, that I'll do every morning when I get up. Uh, I'm, I've been watching Scott Van Pelt on Sports Center. Yes. And he's talking, uh, to all these, you know, coaches and commissioners and, uh, and it's interesting to hear everybody like, we need to get back. Yes. We, you know, he, he had Nick Saban on the other day and Saban's like, I need to be out of my house and I need to be telling people what to do, not being told what to do, which is what's happening at my house. Right. So, <laughs> which I thought was an interesting perspective. Oh, that's um, great. And so you, you have all the of most, these. Maybe the most successful yeah, football coach right. ever. One and he's of like, my wife like, is the boss of me. gotten, you know, telling me to do everything. <laughs> and so, uh, so I, I think every sports, uh, commissioner is looking to how can we, move down the field. I think Major League Baseball is I even saw Bryce Harper who plays oh, yeah. who, who he, plays he's for like the Phillies. Put out an impressive it was a plan. really good plan. Yeah. Really good plan. Now, I'd be all how for much it. do we think that really came from Bryce? I don't know. That's probably a combination. It probably I would say they they do say he's a pretty sharp guy. Well I think they've had a lot of time to think. Yeah. <laughs> well know? he's a marketing wonder. Yes. Uh and yeah. that doesn't just you you even have you you can't that can't just be your marketing team no. or your management like he is a marketing machine. He's also and so been he's doing this since guy. he was fifteen. Correct. Like, he's been in the in the public right. eye since he was fifteen because he's an incredible baseball player. Yes. And so there's so many things that are coming along that, and it, even in the midst of all that, I don't even think we've talked about this, Jason. In the midst of all of this, where you can't actually go visit players, the Vols have landed, and now they're in the top five in recruiting. Right. They've landed four and five stars and I don't know just if you saw every day. Where they put the final numbers on the basketball um, uh, rankings for the 2020 class. Okay. okay, because I guess still technically, so that, I mean that's right. literally this upcoming yeah the upcoming, upcoming group yeah. Um, and I guess technically there's kids that still could be making decisions sure. and all stuff. So they they kind of hold it out. But I saw one of these big uh, ranking or recruiting rankings put out. And they had Tennessee at like number four. And it was legit like Kentucky, yep. North Carolina, Duke, Tennessee. And well, I'm we're like, a blue man, blood. Yeah. I mean, like that is stout. And then, yeah, we're in top three in most yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing. current rankings for 2021 for football. Well, we got two recruits coming in for basketball that if, if they were, they're, they're already projected top five NBA picks. Right. And so that that's insane. Which reminds me a lot of our high school. Yeah, I mean, I was years. highly, highly recruited. I was watching the Last Dance. They talked to Steve Kerr about being were you highly recruited, and he said no, no, no. I was not. He said, he said I was not highly recruited. He said something like there was I, I was given about as much interest by by uh, by recruiters as I was high school girls. Yeah, it was a great like line. Yeah, that was a great line. And then and then he said, look, I had no uh, when I got to the league, it was pretty clear I had a role to play. Yes, and and who where I fit on the totem pole. Yes, you know, and I was like, yeah, of course it was. And and he has uh, national ch- world oh championship rings. Yeah. And as a as a player, player and, and a coach. coach, yeah, he's done he's, he's done, done okay for himself. And so, so, anything else you've seen? Like, so I, I I've seen this in any whether even a speculation of developments or um or things that have actually developed that have that have been uh, of interest. I saw one related to um, unemployment and people that are basically choosing to not take their job back, yeah. uh, you know, and how they could potentially lose unemployment. Again, I, I don't think that has actually been written into any type of policy. I don't think policy. so either, yeah. Uh, but that's an interesting concept. Yeah. Uh, have you seen anything else? Well, there was there was a uh, 
the another thing that I thought was interesting is Notre Dame has come out and said they are looking at bringing back students in the fall earlier, but skipping fall break. Yeah, bringing them back earlier, skipping fall break, and being done by Thanksgiving. Uh, which I'll say, if I were a college student, I would go absolutely sign me up for that. Yes. Let's be done by Thanksgiving, and yes. then we'll just be done. But it's interesting if you dig deeper into that. Let's. Well, why would Notre Dame do that? Because you know, why even come back? The fall is flu season, and, and are we not nervous about that? But here's the thing. That would, if they ended by Thanksgiving, that would give you football season. Yes. And the reality is, if we do not have a football season, some of these colleges, and some colleges have already had to say, look, we don't have a baseball team anymore. We don't right. have a track team anymore. Right. If you lose the football season, these universities lose billions oh, yeah, no of doubt. dollars. No doubt. Billions. The football programs are what allows for most of the other programs to happen. And so it's interesting that they were like, look, we'll roll the dice because we really need football. Yeah. And Notre Dame is one that has a, a, a deal with the network. Yeah. And, and so it's, there. there's a lot of things going on with yeah, that. And yeah. I mean, if, so they talk about, uh, you know, related to COVID, their <laughs> rationale is, yeah. you know, you take a fall break yep. away. Uh, and then you don't have this like Thanksgiving break either yeah. because they're just done. Right. And I think it's so, a great plan. So, so they're not going back home or they're not going right. across the country, being exposed to things and coming right back. And I understand that. And it probably makes us, there's probably some sense to that. But yeah, do not think for a oh, second that there are not other financial considerations directly connected to sure. football. Well, and that, and we have, uh, the SEC is now looking at, okay, Will they come back June 1st for voluntary workouts? And it appears that we're moving in that direction. But yep. it was interesting. Philip Fulmer was one of the few didn't want to do that. Interesting. Didn't want to bring the players back June 1st. Uh, but I mean, ultimately it'll be, uh, I saw where Knox County has, uh, yeah, they, is allowing athletes back onto campuses as early as May yeah. 26th. Come on. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just so which will, which will impact uh, uh, private schools and stuff as well. Sure. Here not yeah. It's going to, it's just a, look, this is a time where people are trying their best to figure it out. Yeah. And, and walk through, uh, the best they can and, and know that, look, we got to, we got to do something. Uh, what does that look like? And, and, uh, and there's always a risk and reward as you move forward. So take a guess what you would think was the most common sentiment that we kind of like that like the the feedback or the comment that we received on sunday so we we did a debrief on monday morning as a staff talked about you know what did we hear as we were interacting mm. with people what would you think was the most common thing that we heard hmm just any just take a guess anything i think people said it was just was nice to be back okay so that was definitely near, okay. very much near the top but i would say the most common thing we said or we heard uh was people just said thanks for trying something yeah yeah and well, it's good. just that's where the that's where yep. we are as a world it's like thanks for trying to yep. do anything i got information about swim team one of my boys has been on swim team in yep. the past couple of years I don't think he's going to do it this year, whether COVID was sure. in play or not. He wasn't going to do it, but we're still on that newsletter or, you know, we get the emails and it's just like, they're just trying. Yep. I mean, it's going to be weird. They're doing swim meets uh, or, or hoping to do swim meets, which will have no fans. <laughs> and so it's just a bunch of kids out swimming, yeah. you know, and, and when you talk about a pro athlete, they can pull that off because they know there's sure. millions of dollars yeah, yeah, of play yeah, yeah. and endorsement deals. And, and this is their, you know, this is their livelihood. 
But you're like, you're going to really say to an eight year old, Hey, listen, you're just going to go swim just for swim. the love of swimming. Yeah. Uh, like, and no parents are going to be there. There's going to be very minimal, like awards presentations, all yeah. that stuff. But again, I applaud them. That's yeah. not me being critical of them. It's just where we are all at. We're just trying to figure it out. Look, I, we, we play, you know, I played on a very minor level in terms of high school sports. The fans matter. Yes. Like it, does. it makes a difference, a huge difference in, in the way you play, in the way you react, and in, in your adrenaline. And if there's nobody in the building, you're like, oh. Well, there's big questions that talk about if you take away the home field advantage per yeah. se, how much will that really impact pro sports? It's going to be interesting to see. Well, college sports too. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting to see you play in Neyland Stadium and there's not a fan in the stadium. Man, that would be weird. We'll talk more when we come back. So as we continue the conversation, we were talking off air about sports without fans. And and it is interesting because the, the UFC had a fight the other night. And I saw an interview with one of the announcers. And they were like, normally we're really loud. They're, the announcers are normally right next to each other. They weren't yeah. next to each other. They were across the ring from each other. And they said that even while they were commentating... You know, and normally, you know, if, if somebody's got somebody in a headlock, they're like saying, well, if he'll do this, and because they're telling the fans what right. needs to happen. But the fighters, but the can, fighters hear it. can hear everything. <laughs> and so, and then the, then I watched uh, an interview with one of the, the corner coaches. Yep. And he was like, I had to go up there and normally I'm yelling, you know, right. and he was like, I had to quietly say <laughs> while my guy's face is all beat up, like, you know, Let's go out there. And yeah. Let's <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Well, so so I, I did, as I said, I, I attempted to watch a bit of the NASCAR race, and it didn't actually feel that different right. at, at, during the race itself right. because you've got so much noise. When they're going and, so fast yeah, around. Exactly yeah, exactly right. Um, and, and most of the focus is just on sure. the track and the cars and stuff. And and yet then at the end of the race, uh, they they have the guy, the you know, the, the driver in the winner's circle – and there's just silence. I mean, it's just like him out in his, you know, I mean, it, it's not even like him out in his driveway yeah. because in the driveway there's people around. Yeah. I mean, it's just him. Yep. And they have the microphone and it's on this big, long, like, boom that's like, you yeah. know, 10 feet away from him. And he's talking to it. So that was weird. But then soccer. So uh, I think maybe some of the European soccer yeah. is back or maybe it was might be. I don't know. I, I know there's some soccer that's back. And I, I flipped sta- stations and saw one of those. And it was so bizarre because the audio, I mean, it's noises you're never used to hearing. You, you hear, um, you hear when the ball hits like the metal sign yeah. that, that's, you know, when it, when it's kicked into the bleachers, you're hearing it think, 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 think. I mean, just noises. You hear the coaches yelling that you've never heard before. I mean, it's just a different experience. But again, I will continue to say I will be more than happy to learn those things and to get used to those things if I can just get more yeah. and more live sports. Look, so. I, and I'll be honest, the to me, watching baseball and being able to hear the bat, being able to hear the yeah. the ball hit the glove, yeah. all of those things and no distractions. Yeah, it could be really cool. That will be amazing. Yeah. I would love I would love to watch an entire baseball game and you have no noise outside of baseball noises. Right. I would really enjoy that. All right, so what sport is going to be the weirdest? Let's think about what sport will be the absolute weirdest and maybe the least enjoyable to watch without fans. Hmm. I initially think about – I think about – I don't know. 
I would say basketball. Basketball because you're going to hear the, every thump the, of the and you're the ball. squeaking of the right, shoes. All that gonna, stuff. Yeah, basketball would be it'd be like being at basketball camp. Right. Back in the day when there's no fans in the and all you hear is squeaking right. and the. What know, about hockey? I actually hockey wonder what hockey hockey might be interesting. I don't know. I, that that actually might be. In, that might actually make it yeah. better. I don't, I don't know. know. I would, I'm not a I would fan, enjoy so. baseball. Yeah, for I think sure. I would enjoy baseball with no fans. Uh, well, have you watched time. any? Have you watched any of the Korean? I have not. Okay. No. Uh, Korean baseball. But I, I, I do think I would watch. I would enjoy uh, Major League Baseball. No fans. No. And I'm not saying like don't pipe in noise. Just yes. let let us hear what's happening. The biggest thing is going to be the language of those on the field. Uh, right. That's where they're going to have to be careful about what the, everything's what microphone probably picks about up. A, probably everything will be about a ten second. Delay, it would have to be. I would imagine. Uh, and so it's it's just going to be interesting. But look, like you said, uh, thanks for trying something. Yes. And, and so if if we get to a place where these folks are trying something, I think there's going to be a lot of grace moving forward. I really do. And I think we've seen that with with states that have made decisions, with mayors that have made decisions. Now, I'll be honest, there's been some decisions that have been made where I'm I'm struggling at this point to to show grace because I I don't understand. Right. I can't uh, I just can't understand the decision that was made, whether it be the nursing home decision in New York and some other places. But uh, but I think for the most part, what we have seen is leaders step up and go. Look, we we got to do something. Yeah, we got to make. Did you see where the mayor, the county mayor, Glenn Jacobs? Uh, there's a state mandated raise for him, and which is weird. Yeah. Uh, and so he was going to get a five thousand dollar raise, and he came out yesterday and announced, uh, I, "I have no choice. I don't want to take this raise, but it's coming." So he's creating a scholarship fund for county employees for their children. And then he's going to match with some of his own money, another scholarship fund. And I just thought that is, that's, that's what leadership looks like. Yeah. And yeah that, that at a time like this, when the county mayor had to lay some people off, he's coming out and saying, look, I'm not taking this money to make me more wealthy. Right. Yeah. And he's I'm going to, I'm going to spit yeah. it out, uh, 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 spread it out. And yeah. so hats off to him for making that decision. Yeah. So quick question here. Uh, what are your thoughts on how do we think this uh, impacts politics? Uh, going into the fall. I mean, cause let's not lose sight of it. Yeah, we are we in a big election, election year <laughs> yeah. and we've basically just, you know, it feels like people have written off the summer. Yeah. Uh, in many ways, you know, like, Hey, real normalcy might yep. be the fall. And so when we come back from the break, I know we're going to have just a few moments. Oh, no, it'll be no it'll break. Be a- so a next few day week, break. Yeah. I'm turned around today. Yeah. So much radio for that me. That was it. So yeah. much radio for you. Next week, though, so we'll cover that. So next week, yeah. I want us to talk yeah. about that. We'll talk about how this COVID season has impacted potential election cycle, voting processes, and ultimate outcomes. Well, in a, in a presidential election cycle, not just any election cycle, yes. like the presidential election. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. We'll talk about that next week. Next week.